We pick up at the top of 47, Mem Zion, as follows. The Mishnah says, What happens if uh, one of the, the blood, persons had uh, the blood of one of his sacrifices sprinkled, and then he be, him becomes Tameh, something uh, touches him and he becomes Tameh. And obviously what we're talking about uh, here is uh, Tameh mate uh, in that situation. Rabbi Mer. Uh, then uh, it says, Soteritakol, he loses everything. Seemingly, uh, on the face of it, means uh, that he has to restart his Nazirut. So the Gemara is going to discuss that. Uh, however, the Chachamimurim, the Rabbis say, Yavi Shar Korbanot Vietar. Uh, what happens is he uh, yeah, all he has to do if he's brought one of the offerings, let's say he brought the chatat, uh, then he has to just bring the ola and the shlamim at a later point in time, and uh, and that, that would obviously have to be after he became pure again. So that means a seven day process. Uh, he'd, I mean seven day period and which would have to get sprinkled on the third and the seventh day and then all he has to do because uh, his nazirut is essentially finished be, uh, because the blood had been sprinkled uh, of the thing but he just has some leftover korbanot to bring and therefore as a result uh, he brings those uh, korbanot and uh, his, those offerings and uh, and then he'll be purified amr law um, and uh, so the, the rabbis say to Rebbe Lezer, uh, they bring this following a statement as a proof Miriam had Tarmud. Uh, the incident happened with Miriam of Tarmud, uh, who came. Uh, what happens is one of her animals was sacrificed, so she was in Nizira. Uh, the one of uh, the blood of one of the animals was already sprinkled. And then they came and they told her uh, that one of her daughter was very sick, and uh, she went for and she went and she walked into the house and she found out uh, that unfortunately the daughter had passed away and uh, as a result uh, she became Tame uh, and uh, the question came in front of the rabbis uh, what happens is is that uh, uh, she has to bring the rest of her offerings and then she becomes purified. Okay, so that exactly supports what the rabbis uh, say uh, and and that is uh, um, uh, what 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 this means? All right, so uh, so so that's so that's it. So now the Gemara picks up uh, Katani. Uh, we said in the Mishnah, Rebbe Leizer Masotet Akol. Rebbe Leizer had said uh, he loses uh, seemingly he loses everything. He forfeits uh, uh, all of his days. Vama Rebbe Leizer. But we have earlier on in our Masechet uh, when we start. I think this was the third chapter, at the beginning of the third chapter. Rebbe Leizer Ma Kol Echad Achar Malot Shiva Soter. Uh, anything that uh, any Nazir who becomes uh, Tameh after the completion of his specified time, uh, then all he loses is seven days uh, because really what happens is he has to just become it's a special Gezerah Takatov, uh, meaning that uh, it, 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 really the, the, the Torah tells us uh, all that happens is that he just loses uh, the, the seven days, in other words, the time taken for him to become pure, and then uh, he, he will be able to continue. So, uh, you know, how, how do we understand that? Uh, does Rebeliezer say that he loses everything? Uh, but Rebeliezer said he loses seven days. How do we resolve that? Amarav, ma soter, what does it mean he forfeits everything? Anamik amar Rebeliezer, soter korbanotav. Really, all it means is that he loses out his 
korbanot. So uh, if he's brought his chatat, what he has to do, uh, that chatat is not counted for him, and therefore he'd have to rebring uh, all three korbanot. So actually the difference between the rabbis and rebeliers is actually not that much different. They both agree uh, that all he has, he has to become pure uh, after, uh, and, uh, after, after, and he has to become pure, so that takes seven days. And really what happens after that is that uh, after that, that time period, uh, the question is whether according to Rebeliezi has to bring all three of his korbanot again, or uh, according to the rabbis, uh, what he has to do is just bring the remaining korbanot. So if he brought one, he has to bring another two. If he brought two, he just has to bring another one. Okay, that's... Uh, uh, so that really is the difference between Reb Liezer and the rabbis. And the Gemara comments about that. This is also logical. The Katani, as we learned in Abrata, the rabbis say, Yeah, she, uh, it says, the Mishnah said that all she has to do, the woman has to do, is bring the rest of um, uh, uh, all of her offerings, and then she becomes pure. Uh, it says, and we learn from here, it is really only talking about the offerings. It doesn't say she has to re-keep uh, all the days of her Nazirut. So that's all they're arguing about, is how many korbanot uh, she has to bring as well. And, and the Gemara says, um, you know, and, uh, and, and even that, Maase Nami, Miriam HaTarmudit, the incident happened with Miriam the Tarmudit, uh, from Tarmud, she is Rachalea, Echad Minadamim, that she had had the blood of the animals, one of her animals, Sprinkled and they said that uh, they told her that her daughter was very sick. And she went and tragically she found that the daughter had passed away. The rabbi said, So uh, the, the, the rabbi said she has to bring the rest of offerings, and that's exactly the proof that we have uh, that from the Mishnah uh, that it is that is the correct understanding. We have finished uh, the. Uh, the the sixth chapter and now we move on uh, to the seventh so we start off uh, the Mishnah says Kohen Gadol Vanasir and Messiah Lekurvahin so both a Kohen Gadol as well as a Nazir are similar in the sense that what is that they cannot become impure even to bury their relatives uh, as opposed to a normal Kohen by the way uh, which which uh, who is uh, not that he just uh, can become Tame to his seven closest relatives i.e. his father mother brother sister son daughter and wife uh, he has to become Tame to them if they die uh, he, there's a mitzvah on him to go along and bury them and become involved in their kvura and uh, and he has to do that as opposed to a Kohen Gadol uh, who says that he is not allowed to um, become Tameh for his relatives uh, Kohen Gadol the beginning of uh, Parsha Timor uh, it says Kohen uh, Gadol Me'achav it says that has got the, the, the Shemina Mishka that's anointed with the Shemina Mishka the anointing oil uh, and also he's got uh, his clothes on him he's not allowed his hair, he let his hair uh, grow wild and not allowed to tear his clothes and he's not allowed to, to um Yom Tame uh, with any uh, dead dead body. Okay, even for his mother or his father. That's uh, a pasuk at the very beginning of Parshat Imor. Uh, so we see that in that situation, um, uh, you know. So so the, and the Kohen. 
uh, Gadol is very similar to the Nazir. It's a very similar uh, verse with uh, regard to the Nazir, which says all the days of, of the Nazir, uh, he's not allowed to come close to a dead body. This is verse 7, actually, in uh, Parashat, in chapter 6. We've been dealing always with chapter 6 uh, in Bamidbar. And uh, here, so it says, even his, uh, it says um, he's not allowed to law. It ma law, you know, aviv imo achoto, you know, he's achan achoto. I think it says his father, his mother, brother and sister. So we are going to have a whole discussion uh, about about that uh, and exactly what, what, uh, what that means. We're going to give a drosha about all of those things. All right, so now, um, uh, so is this similarity really between the Kwain Gadol and the Nazun? In fact, in, in the sense that both of them are, are forbidden to become Tame uh, for a dead person. Now, that's even even if it is their relative. However, uh, both of them have an exception. Aval, we did discuss uh, the exceptions to a dead body, but now we are going to be dealing with it in some depth. Uh, here, we're talking about a mate mitzvah. If you find a, a mitzvah, uh, a dead person that's got no one else uh, to bury them, uh, as we said, if a person was uh, attacked in, in, in the place called Arava, uh, then he... Um, uh, you know that, that's it. He's, he's, I think it was his son uh, who was a Kohen came and buried him, etc. Okay, so uh, if it's a mate mitzvah, there wouldn't be anyone else to to bury them. Uh, so yeah, in that case, with a with a with a in the previous case with a with a person arava, even though th- there was a son, but it, because they were on the road, it was like there was no one else to bury him. So it was like a uh, uh, there was no it, it was like he was the only person that could do it. So even though he was family, anyway, so that's a mate mitzvah. They both have to uh, th- they would have to become tummy. Now, what happens in the following situation? We're going to have a comparison uh, between uh, different people, and so the Mishnah says uh, in the Gemara is going to discuss many more examples, but the mission just brings uh, the case and, and compares these two in their relative strengths. What's, uh, let's say, Kohen uh, Gadol and a Nazir are walking along the road, and they find this uh, dead person on the side of the road, and obviously there's no one there to go along and uh, and and um, bury this person, so they have to do it themselves. They can't just call the chev and uh, and have him buried. So they have to they have to get involved. Now the question is, uh, which one of them uh, should do it, or which one of them uh, is is preferable for them not to do it? So Rebbeleizer's view, Yitame uh, Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol should become tame. Uh, he says, V'al Yitame Nazir, the Nazir should not become tame. Uh, we'll see the reasons for that in a second. Uh, whereas the Chachamim Omrim, the Rabbi, say, Yitma Nazir v'ayitame Kohen Hedyot. No, uh, the Nazir should become Tameh, and uh, the Kohen Gadol should not become uh, uh, Tameh for this dead person. Uh, so now, Amar Lahem Rebbe Liezer, so Rebbe Liezer said to the Rabbis, Yitma Kohen, Shainu Mevi Korban Altumato, v'ayitame Nazir, Shuhu Mevi Korban Altumato. Uh, what, why do I say that the Kohen Gadol should get involved and bury this maid mitzvah? Uh, because even though the Kohen Gadol has got, uh, is not allowed to become Tame, uh, if he does become Tame uh, to a dead body, uh, then he does not uh, bring a Korban. There's no sacrifice brought uh, for that. It's a negative commandment, uh, but there's no sacrifice brought for that. Uh, as opposed to 
a standard uh, nazir, uh, which we've seen uh, quite a few times already, uh, is that uh, he has to bring, he would have to bring an asham and an, and and a chat, and bird uh, and bird chatatun ola uh, for such a for such a thing uh, for for being becoming tamei. Uh, so therefore, as a result of that, uh, the the fact that he has to bring a korban shows that it is worse in inverted commas uh, than a standard kohen gadol. Amri law, the rabbis respond uh, to Rebbe as a yitman nazir shein kudusha. No, uh, you're looking at it the wrong way. Uh, the Nazir should become impure. Why? Uh, because uh, his, um, his, his holiness is not forever. Really, the Nazir's time, uh, the Nazir's holiness, it might be holiness for a, uh, a longer time, I mean, for a, for a, at, a high, at a higher level. So qualitatively, uh, he, he may be higher. Yes, you're right. But uh, quantitatively, uh, that uh, he is uh, not, um, you know, the, the, his, t- his time period will finish uh, at a point in time. And even if you'd want to say that uh, he... Um, uh, you know, maybe he's a Nazir Olam, an everlasting Nazir. Uh, so he would, you know, be, stays uh, pure. I mean, he has to stay uh, pure for the rest of his life. Uh, even in that situation, you could say uh, that he wasn't pure beforehand. Only at a point in time, he had, uh, said about his Nazir. But so the Kohen Gadol, since birth, has been, um, uh, you know, unable to become Tame for a mate, uh, you know, being a Kohen, etc. So therefore, um, uh, that's a, that's what the, the Kudushat obviously if the Nazi has got a shorter time period, 30 day, 60 day uh, time period, well then he's, he's holy for that time but then afterwards he becomes in inverted commas, normal okay, so so that's Ali Tameh Kohen She Kudushato, Kudushat Olam and that's what they say, Tameh and that's what they say alright, um, and uh, j- just a point you mentioned that I don't think I, I picked up on Chachamimrim Yitman Naziv Ayitame Kohen Hedyot. What what uh, Rebbe Leizer said the the Kohen Gadol should become impure, not the Nazir. And the Rabbis say, listen, uh, a Nazir should become uh, impure, and uh, not even a normal Kohen uh, should become impure. Not never mind the Kohen Gadol over here, but even a normal Kohen uh, shouldn't become impure. So that makes the question even uh, you know sharper against Rebbe Leizer because he's saying even a, a normal Kohen uh, because his uh, um, his permanent his uh, his holiness is permanent. His whole life he was uh, a coin. Um a normal coin, and that's why uh, it actually uh, lasts uh, you know so long, etc. And therefore, as a result of that. Uh, we can see that um, his his holiness lasts for for such a long time. All right, uh, for his whole life, obviously, and that that's more than the Nazir. All right, so now the Gemara picks up. It's Bishlama Kohen Gadol Nazir Ha'asava Kohen Gadol Adif Ha'asava Nazir Adif. The Gemara just reiterates uh, what was mentioned in the Mishnah. If you have a conflict between a Nazir and a Kohen Gadol, it's as the Mishnah described. Uh, one 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 uh, group of people uh, it says that it's it's better that the Kohen Gadol is pure because his holiness is permanent and the other one uh, um, Rebbe Leezer holds that the Nazir should uh, do it because he doesn't have to bring a korban okay and uh, uh, he would have to bring a korban if he became um, Tameh and that's why the Kohen has to do it okay so we understand uh, that part but now what we do is you move on uh, to other uh, 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 you know contrast other uh, people and uh, a lot of them 
actually could only happen really maybe at a certain point in time because actually we start off with Meshach B'Shem and HaMeshka. What happens if uh, there was a Kohen Gadol, two Kohenim Gurulim, right? And what, this can happen uh, because what, uh, uh, what, what, what in the times of the Beit HaMikdash, uh, you could have a Kohen Gadol, but then uh, for whatever reason, uh, if you're required to serve, uh, another Kohen Gadol was required to serve, for example, if it was Yom Kippur uh, and uh, the one Kohen uh, became Tameh, uh, then he would he would have to leave, and there would be another Kohen Gadol serving in his place. So, uh, the, what used to happen in the times of the first Beit Hamikdash was used to anoint uh, the Kohen Gadol with uh, with a special uh, oil of anointment uh, that you know, Moshe was told in in Parshat Kitisa to go and prepare uh, the special anointing uh, oil, uh, etc. And, uh, and 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 therefore, as a result of that, that was used to inaugurate the. Um, the kalim of the of the of the mishkan etc and also uh, was used and stored away uh, to um, uh, pour over the head of the kohen gadol all right so now uh, so that's the, the the anointing oil was then hidden uh, during the time of the first uh, temple and then it was never uh, used again so how did a kohen gadol become a kohen gadol or he, there is another way uh, to become a kohen gadol and that is to put on uh, the the eight special clothes of the Kohen Gadol. So therefore, uh, that is that's called Merubah Begadim uh, when you add on the clothes. All right. So what are we talking now? Uh, so we have with that background, we say Mashiach B'Shem and Amishka. What happens if one of the the Kohenim, uh, who had been anointed with anointing oil, and he was, um, you know, Merubah uh, Begadim and and a Kohen uh, that is. Uh, had their clothes put upon him they they are walking on the road together uh, all these he hasn't had the oil put upon him uh, there is why you know there's a very limited time question because you, you know the, these two couldn't coexist except at that uh, time where it was you know just after the hiding of uh, of the only in the first pandemic and just at the time that the oil was hidden anyway so it's a limited time question but uh, we are talking in the theory over here so Meshach Hashem and Hamishka Adif. So so the the person that should stay pure uh, is uh, the one that's got the oil upon him. Uh, he should stay pure. Diiru Meshach Hashem and Hamishka maybe par habal kolamitzvot because uh, if you are if you've been anointed with a special oil that you put on the Kohen Gadol, uh, then you bring uh, a special offering. If you if you make uh, uh, do have a mistake, uh, if you make a mistake, if you ruled uh, on. Uh, something you ruled on a particular item uh, that if it was it was wrong uh, that um, a, a normal Jew uh, would bring a standard chatat offering. If the Kohen Gadol, for example, uh, he thought he ruled on uh, on a piece of uh, fat that it was uh, permitted and actually turned out to be uh, forbidden fat, and he went ahead and he ruled for himself. He went and acted on that ruling. Uh, so what happens is there's a discussion in Horayot. Uh, Horayot it, it details all of these things. To chapter four uh, of uh, the the uh, Vayikra, uh, right in the first uh, uh, parsha of Vayikra, uh, talks about the, the different offerings uh, that a ruler has to bring and the Sanhedrin has to bring, etc. And one of them is the par uh, of the Kohen Gadol, this uh, Kohen Gadol's bull uh, that he has to bring uh, instead of a chatat uh, in that situation. Uh, and that specifically talks about a Kohen uh, that is uh, um, had 
the oil sprinkled upon him and he's been anointed uh, with a special oil. So he brings a par, shabal, or kola mitzvot, it's called a par uh, that comes for all the mitzvot. And as opposed to a, a, a kohen who's just in inverted commas, just, I mean, it's still a high level, but he is the Kohen Gadol, just by putting on the clothes, uh, he does not bring that specific offering. So uh, the Meshach Hashemin is on a higher level. The, the one anointed with the oil, he's on the higher level, and therefore he should uh, stay aside, and uh, the one that's had the clothes put on him uh, has to go and bury the dead person. All right, and uh, and what are we talking about here? Um, uh, we also then uh, talking about a Meshach Shavar Umaruba Begadim. What happens if there was a, a, a previously um, a, 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 a Kohen Gadol uh, that was uh, previously in? For example, if one of the Kohen Gadol could, couldn't serve on Yom Kippur, uh, he became Tameh, so you replaced him. You subbed him out with another Kohen Gadol that was uh, waiting there uh, for that uh, instance in case that happened because all the services of Yom Kippur have to be done by a Kohen Gadol. So so uh, you have to you have to have a coin gadol there. So they have to have a spare one uh, waiting there. Kamari Numa discussed, you know, uh, what he has to be married and everything like that, and and uh, uh, and you know, everything uh, he has to be exactly the same as a normal coin gadol. Uh, the issue is though uh, that once the the original coin gadol uh, got better from whatever it was, let's say it became tamay or something like that, he returned uh, to service. Uh, then. The 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 coin gadol that's just served in the interim, uh, he kind of uh, can't serve anymore. So it becomes a bit of a complicated situation uh, because of the uh, of the of uh, you know what exactly does he do? He can't go back to being a normal kohen uh, because it's uh, we have a principle malin uh, vein You go up in levels of holiness and you don't go down. So what happens in this situation? This kohen gadol's already served as a kohen gadol, so he can't go back to being a kohen hedger to being a normal kohen. And uh, and therefore, uh, you know, on the other hand, though, he also can't serve uh, as the Kohen Gadol because the the original Kohen Gadol sees him and, uh, and 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 sees him as almost a competition because really, in the back of the Kohen Gadol's original Kohen Gadol's mind, uh, is the is the fact that the the this guy that served once for him uh, could actually go and uh, he's he's like basically praying that uh, he dies. Uh, the, the original Kohen Gadol dies so that he can step up to the plates. So there's enmity that's you know it's known as Ava uh, between the, these two. So therefore he cannot serve uh, if he sees him serving that luck would worry him, uh, put him off the the original Kohen Gadol. So it would put him off, and therefore as a result uh, we we say that he doesn't uh, actually um, uh, serve. All right, so, so so he's kind of a bit in limbo uh, and, and, and things like that. So, you know, the, it's a whole discussion. We're not going to go too much into it now. Just saying, you know, that's how we could have uh, Mashuach Shavar. Uh, he was anointed and uh, he actually was, uh, you know, just a temporary substitution. But now he's already, uh, so he's an ex-serving Kohen Gadol. You know, he served once, once uh, let's say, Muruba uh, Begadim and and a normal uh, Kohen uh, that is uh, served just with uh, the, the clothes on. Muruba uh, Begadim, Adif. No, in that situation, uh, the Kohen Gadol that just serves uh, with, uh, that has the clothes on, just uh, j- just the clothes, but no anointing oil poured upon him. Um, he he's the one that stands back uh, because the Maruba Begadim Avedavoda, because the Maruba Begadim, the one that uh, has just had had the clothes uh, put on him, 
he goes and um, uh, you know he still does the service. Uh, as opposed to uh, the Kohen Gadol who previously served. As we said, he cannot go do the service anymore uh, because of the fact that uh, there'd be enmity. Uh, and therefore, so he's actually, even though he's had the oil poured upon him, in this situation, uh, he's on a lower level uh, than the Kohen Gadol just with, uh, with the clothes on. Uh, okay, another contrast uh, between the two people avar mahmat kriova avat mahmat mumo what happens if one Kohen Gadol, uh, he wasn't able to perform his uh, service because he had Kerry, he had a seminal mission, and another one had a mum, uh, a blemish that uh, forbade him from p- performing uh, any service as a Kohen Gadol. Avar Mahmat Kerio, Adif, the one who's just had a seminal mission, uh, should stand back and not bury the mate mitzvah. Ilu, hai, la, chazi, machar. All he has to do is go to the mikveh, and then uh, he'll be pure the next day, as opposed to Vilu Avar Mahmat. As opposed to the, the, the Kohen Gadol with a mum who's never going to be able to come back to service. Um, okay, right, next uh, thing, Ibalu, the next question. Um, so, what happens is the Meshuach Milchama. Uh, the Meshuach Milchama uh, is one that's anointed for war. Uh, what happens is he doesn't actually have service, he doesn't do the service in the Beit HaMikdash, but he uh, puts on uh, the, 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 he's like called the, the Kohen Gadol for, but, but he goes and he gives the army a pep talk beforehand and he, te- he, he exhorts them and he warns them etc what, what's going on and he just uh, fires them up uh, so he is a Meshuach Melchama who's again uh, and the deputy Kohen Gadol and this, you know, the Kohen Gadol that is uh, the deputy to the, the, the normal one uh, he, he's uh, what happens between those two what happens if they walking along the way hi I mean I, Adif which one is considered uh, better uh, on the one hand Meshuach Melchama Adif uh, we could say that uh, the, the Meshuach Melchama uh, is the one that is considered more holy. Why? The Chazi, the Melchama, uh, because he's, um, uh, you know, fit for war. He's, uh, a lot of people depend on him and he's got an important position. Or Dilma's gun, Adif, because may, or else maybe the gun is better because the Chazi Lavoda, uh, because he actually goes and actually does the service. And, uh, and therefore, you know, in, in terms of the Kohen Gadol himself, if something would happen to the Kohen Gadol. So the Gomorrah, uh, that's the question. Tashma, uh, the answer is the Tanya, as we learned in Rata. Ein bain, Meshur Melchama Leskan. There is no uh, difference between a Kohen Gadol for, uh, that was anointed for war, uh, as opposed to a deputy Kohen Gadol. Ela Shim Mahalchim Bederich, Matu Meit Mitzvah. If they're walking on the road and you found a Meit Mitzvah, Yitame. Meshuach Melchamav, Alitame Asagan, explicit Bratis says that uh, the Meshuach Melchama goes and buries the maid mitzvah and the skan doesn't. However, Vatanya, Meshuach Melchama Kodim Neskan. We have another brighter. It says uh, the Kohen, the Meshuach Melchama, the one anointed for war, uh, is uh, preferable uh, to the skan. Uh, isn't that talking about the same thing? Amamazutra, Mazutra says no. Uh, what are we talking about? Maybe that is talking about saving his life. If you have to choose uh, between two people, which one to save their lives or to redeem them from captivity or something like that uh, what you do uh, the, the one anointed for war is preferable why uh, because a lot of people depending on him as opposed to uh, service uh, when it comes to Tuma uh, when it comes to just an uh, issue of Tuma of uh, impurity uh, then uh, the Sagan is the one that is considered more important uh, because uh, as we learned in a brighter Rebbe Kenina Ben Antigonus 
Why was their deputy to the Kohen Gadol? Shem Era Bo Pasul Harei Nichnas Umushach Tachtav. That uh, if if he if something happens to the Kohen Gadol, uh, the deputy can go in and serve uh, in the place of the Kohen Gadol itself. Uh, so therefore, he's got a more important position uh, in the temple as opposed to uh, everyone else. Uh, the, and uh, you know, out there in the um uh, in the market, as it were. Okay, uh, uh, and, and, and that's all right. So now, Adkan, all right, and uh, we're only talking about going back to the Mishnah, Rebbe and the Rabbis only talk about a Kohen Gadol and a Nazir uh, who are walking together and find a mate mitzvah. Kazil Bahada Hadaday, that's when they 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 find it. However, Aval Chad Chad Lechuday Bar Itamnu Inun. So uh, when it comes to just them, and when there's a choice between them, then we can have these decisions, which one is considered more important, which one is considered less important. Uh, but uh, if one of them is going along, uh, everyone agrees that they would be able to become Tame for this maid mitzvah. Where do we know such a thing? Aye, what is the source uh, for that? So now what we're going to be doing is being quoting quote a verse uh, from Imor uh, that I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the shoe, but here we actually quoted itself. The uh, Tanner Rabbanan, we learned in the Brata, I call Nafshod mate, lawyer of all, he's not allowed to come uh, close to any uh, dead bodies uh, and it says, and then it, it carries on, uh, not for his father and not for his mother, uh, and then not for his brother and not for his sister. So now we're going to dash out uh, all of the words uh, in this Pasuk. Uh, uh, so, you know, so, so um, uh, if you just take it at face value it says you're not allowed to come to any um, uh, close to any dead people. Uh, obviously, what we're talking about here, uh, what are we talking about? Ibrahokim, Kavachomer. Surely, if we are talking about uh, faraway people, uh, that's Kavachomer. Obviously, not, okay? Uh, because, i.e., uh, non relatives, it's a Kavachomer. Why? Umako and Hejot, Shehi, Matame, Lekrovim, and Matame, Lerachokim. If a coin, a normal coin, an ordinary coin, can become impure. Uh, for only his relatives and not for people that aren't his relatives, uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, if he can't become uh, even impure for his own close relatives, uh, how much more so? Kenny can't become uh, Tame for his uh, for for faraway people uh, and uh, and you know obviously not he cannot become impure for faraway people so obviously we can't be talking about faraway people uh, i.e. non-relatives Ella Krovim we're talking here about Krovim uh, close family members all right and um, uh, you know so so really what uh, uh, what we 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 talking about you know, and and we're going to get into it. Um, you know, that, that's actually probably a good place to stop. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, that, that's the beginning uh, of, of, of our discussion. And actually, just in, in this verse, actually, um, I, got, I, don't, uh, I, I misquoted it. Really, it just talks about the father and the mother in this verse. And the Nazir uh, description, it says for his father, his mother, his sister, his brother, and his sister. But that's not uh, the verse that we're talking about here. We're just talking here uh, about the Kohen Gadol. Uh, but that, as we said, is a good place to stop. So we will we'll pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussion on this issue. Everyone should have a great time.